You're listening to The Fashion Detour, presented by J-Tribe. I'm very excited this week because today we have a special guest. His name is Garrow Sparrow, and he is a acclaimed fashion designer. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Michal? I'm doing amazing. Um, we're, we're all really curious. What inspired you to become a fashion designer? You know, it was, it was from a very young age. Um, when I was like a kid, about five years old, um, there's always sewing rooms in my, in my house, my family. It's been in my, my family for generations, doing lace making and sewing and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was really inspired as a kid to learn how to sew. And my, my nona um, grandmother taught me how to sew. And um, basically, I just started from there. And I just always knew that I wanted to, to put clothes on things. So I'd put clothes on my stuffed animals. I'd put clothes on, like, everything that I could. And then probably by the age of 10, I knew that that's what I really wanted to do. Like, going through fashion magazines with my mom, so I was like, yes. So it started, I started really early. <laughs> I did probably did my first dress for somebody when I was 11. So. Wow. So it was pretty crazy. And was that, was yeah. that a, a, good, a good experience or? Oh, yeah. It was, my, for my, no, it was for my friend Deborah. And we, I basically played around with like geometric shapes where you cut a circle of fabric and then cut armholes and a neck hole and put it on and belt it. And I was like, wow. There's all the things you do with a circle. And that's what started me. It was like I would do geometric shapes and cut their just different things. Yeah. So, that's yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And how has living in New York informed your design and your aesthetic? Well, the great thing about living in New York is I also live upstate as well. I go back and forth, and that's what makes it all possible because – you're, you're having your fingers in the pulse of, like, everything. There's so many people to be inspired by. I walk to work every day from the East Village to the Garment District, and I just, I just pay attention to what people are wearing and, like, the pulsing of the city and, and like, the vibe that New York gives you. And um, I get very inspired by that. And then on the flip side, I have a house upstate in the Catskills, and that's where I go to balance out the equation and get inspired by nature. So in the city, I get inspired by architecture. Upstate, I get inspired by nature. And it's always like people are always in the equation as well. That's really cool. And I definitely see that in your designs, like that, you know, oh, thank you. So, mm-hmm. and I, I know you were recently on episode 17 of Project Runway. And mm-hmm. we're, I mean, congratulations, just Thank you know, you. being on the show, and um, you were among the top three designers, so how yeah. would you describe your experience in the competition? Um, you know, it's, that, I must say, was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, and I've had some difficult things to go through. But um, it was an amazing experience because, you know, I started my business formally when I was 19. So I've been in business for 20 plus years. And I've always had people around me that are like, yes, that's great. Yes, that's wonderful. So 
the first <laughs> challenge, like, it's like you get informed by the judges, like, oh, you could improve on this, you could improve on that, or this fabric is terrible. Like, when I first went on the show, I wasn't sure if I was going to last very long. So I'm like, are they ever going to get me? And yeah. luckily they did. They did. And having constructive criticism from industry professionals, it's pretty priceless, you know? It's like, a lot of it didn't make the air, but they, they gave us so much, so much um, advice. And just, I came out of it a stronger designer, and I'm happy that I did it, because I almost didn't do it. <laughs> wow. And, um, I mean, it, it does seem really hard with the time constraints and... Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Really that's think on your toes. <laughs> oh yes. That's that is one thing I didn't mention is timing is the biggest thing. Is like you need, when you're designing something in the ten minutes they give you to design it, you have to think, Am I going to execute this in the allotted time? And on the show, like a ten hour day is considered one day's work, which I work fourteen hours usually a day. So and the two day challenge would be like fourteen hours of work. It's like very difficult. It's like much harder than it even appears on television. Like, and it's about stamina and it's about keeping yourself healthy. Because if you're health, if you get sick or you get hurt, you're out. So that was that was another huge challenge with how much stress you're under. Yeah, and don't get poked and don't get uh, cut with your sewing machine because that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly exactly. Oh, Poor goodness. Hester got her finger. Yeah. Didn't happen I to know. me, thank God. I know. Uh. It, it, does get, it does get very dramatic. I watch the show. I'm, you know, I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh -huh. but it, it's, what's amazing to me is that each designer, they're, you know, you're most of you. And I think that that's what they want to see is that everyone has, like, their unique story to tell. And I think yeah. you're definitely one of those designers. So that, uh, kudos to that. So yeah, as, they did a good job curating, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Curating, yes. <laughs> can you describe <laughs> your design process? Like, how does it work for you? Um, my design process is, is, like, a lot. I'm very inspired by, if I'm designing a custom look for somebody, I'm inspired by that person. Um, and what 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 energy I'm getting from them, and then I apply what I'm doing. But like my design process is, I always design, I always pull inspiration from the distant past. We're talking like all the way back to ancient Egypt to like the 1800s. I pull inspiration from this century, usually like 50s, 60s, 70s, 20s, whatever, and then I give infuse some futurism. And that is how I create a timeless garment because you can't place it because there's all these errors mixed in. I have clients that have been wearing this thing for like 15 years that they, they just don't go out of style. I'm not, I, don't, I don't work on trends. I'm working right. on like the pulse of what, what I haven't seen and what, what needs to be new and updated. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't even know how you do that. Just like that mix of, <laughs> you know... I wouldn't, I don't even know how, you know, that early, like, you know, back, going back in history, but then making it, you know, totally futuristic mm -hmm. or, so that's, that's really cool. Thank you. And I, I see that you use a lot of corsetry in your design. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, 
what what brought what that brought brought that about specifically? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, quercetry in my designs, you know, I've always been obsessed with like enhancing the the form, no matter what size you are. So, and I don't like period quercetry, like quercetry from the past, because that's like rib crushing, and it's just like it's not it's not that fabulous a look. So, what I did was I started out from the very beginning, when I started my business, I started to develop modern corsetry patterns where you're being cinched from certain parts of your body. It's very scientific. So that you give the look, the illusion that your waist is cinched much more than it actually is. I don't want to, and that's, that's all that I can say, secret-wise. <laughs> but um, don't keep away it's all... the, the secret recipe. <laughs> exactly. It's all modern corsetry, and I've always been obsessed with it. You know, ever since I saw my first Barbie, but I thought she was a little bit too extreme. Like, I just love that. I love to people to, people to feel the embrace of a, of a garment, and it, of course, it is a wonderful thing because it makes you stand up straight, and it empowers you more than it, like, it restrains you um, if, it's, if it fits correctly. You know what I mean? Wow. You're standing up straight, you're look, feeling proud and all that good stuff. So I love it, and I'll always love it. Yeah, and um, but like for example, when you do when you do design, do you always sketch on paper? Do you use a uh, computer, a computer program, or how do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. When when I design, I I usually start with a with pencil sketches, and I and I do like when I did my collection for Project Runway, like we we're only allowed ten looks, but I did eighty sketches. So I do like quick, quick pencil sketches and I lay them all out and then I just start making a puzzle and then just like editing them and just tweaking them. And then in the end, I end up inking them in with a fine point pen and then sometimes I'll, I'll put it into Photoshop or, or um, Illustrator or what have you on the computer and then I'll colorize it. But just sometimes if I'm just feeling it, I'll just do it all in like pastels and color, color pencils. Um, so... It's important to me. Sketching is not that important. It's like, you, as long as you, you, I do more technical sketching. Like, I don't do the kind where it's like this squiggly line with like, it's floating in the air and whatever. It's, it's got to look yeah. like it looks when it's finished. So I'm a technical sketcher. So I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about how I'm going to make it while I'm sketching it. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm a, I'm a closeted, well, I, I would love to be a fashion designer one day, but I'm so, uh, you know, I'm not artistic in terms of drawing uh -huh. in that sense, uh -huh. um, but you never know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I love the cosmic um, science fiction theme of your latest collection, New York Fashion Week. Oh, and thank you. I, I just love science fiction. I'm a geek. Mm -hmm. and the same. <laughs> How do you take that idea and turn it into something regal and glamorous? Mm -hmm. Basically, I, I first started out by like flipping through this book I have that's like all about the galaxies and all about um, space. And then I, I, I like I watched some episodes of like the Jetsons because there's some retro futurism in there. You know, I, I just like knew that I wanted to do a collection about involved like caught with cosmic inspiration but um basically what when i did it i made sure that i didn't take make it too serious because i didn't want it to be like 
this is the outer space collection, cosmic mind, very serious. Because <laughs> I don't like my clothes. To, my clothes have like, a, like a, they walk the fine line of like a frivolity and like and glamorousness. You know, it's like it's like I don't know. It's like I want to make sure that it had metallics and like the colors of the the cosmic world, and then just bring it into something that works for people to wear. Yeah. So that's what was key to me. <laughs> I don't want to see something like a star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want any planets walking the runway or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, everything. It's very, it's very nice to have something avant-garde, but then someone yeah. says, "Well, then how can I incorporate this into my everyday mm -hmm. life?" So, so exactly. Um, you need to have that balance, and um, yeah, you've accomplished that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I try not to be too literal ever, and I just try to just keep a feeling of that of what I'm getting at. And um, I also noticed how diverse your models were mm -hmm. walking down the runway. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it is a big trend now, you know, inclusivity in uh, um, mm -hmm. fashion, which is great. What 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 went behind that decision for you? Well, the great thing is that's always been my MO is that in my collections, I always have a huge mix of models and of all ages, shapes, sizes, performance artists. I don't believe in using just models. And it, but I, it's my entire Gareth's Fair is all about inclusivity. It's all about inclusion of everybody, whatever body type you are, whatever, whoever you are, you know. Um, it's all about inclusion of the world, and um, that's that's the goal. Is to, like bring that awareness to the rest of the world, and and then and get it out there. You know, I think a lot more people once they see people that are different on the runway, they understand that they're be a part of this thing and really embrace it. Yeah, so that's that's just your your, your you feel like that's what your brand represents, which is absolutely that's exactly what it does. So. Yeah, I have clients, I have anything from a child or a baby, I've done baby couture to like, you know, there's no age limit with advanced style. And, and, and we don't even have sizes here at the studio. It's like your, your size. What would you say are some of the challenges that you face in your career? Um, there's been so many because, you know, starting your business at a young age, and I got sponsorship from Absolute Vodka when I was like 22 years old. And I just, I, I was a semester away from finishing school. I moved to New York. I was like, I'm a star now. It's like, everything's going to be great. And moved to New York and did my fashion show and then continued to do fashion shows at clubs and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it was, it's, a, it's a lot of peaks and valleys. And if you don't, every time you get knocked down, which you will, you have to pick yourself back up or else somebody else is going to stand right in your place and take your place. Um, it's a lot of tenacity. The fashion industry is so hard. It's one of the hardest and unglamorous things. It's very glamorous when, when you get to put it out there. But behind the scenes, it's a very, very, like, you, you need to be a very tenacious person to, like, do this job. So, for sure. And it's amazing to me as you're speaking that you're still... I don't know, you still sound so personable and you still have that optimism, you know, mm -hmm. that that's, you didn't get that 
that, that hasn't been sucked out of you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better believe not. But you have to have that because without optimism and dreaming into the future, it's like you're just going to stymie yourself and talk yourself out of it. And you got to talk yourself into everything. So, yeah. <laughs> and is there anyone in particular that, you know, when you do face those challenges um, that, you know, they're there for you, a mentor or even like your friends, for example? Well, I, I'm friends with lots of other designers, um, you know, and I'm friends with like lots of the people in the industry. They also do television, costuming and stage wear. And I just, you know, you just all have to be a great support system. You know, I'm, all of us from Project Runway, we're all like so close and, you know, we just bounce off each other and we just, how are you doing this week? How are you doing this? You know what I mean? You have to, you need that camaraderie because um, you are all going through the same thing. So that's pretty much how I get through things and, um, and lean on my friends too. It's all about, it's all about just being vocal and putting it all out there. This way you just keep moving forward. Yeah. And if I, so let's just say I wanted to um, get a Garrow Sparrow uh, piece or one of the items from your collection. Do you sell them mm -hmm. online? Do you sell them in stores? Or is it only like made to order? How does it, how does that work? Um, basically, it, it, we have direct-to-consumer on my website, garrosparrow.com, and um, we're about to expand that. We have a big photo shoot coming up in a, a, next week, and it's going to be like all of the looks plus size to, uh, to, to, to uh, smaller sizes. It's going to be a lot of looks from Cosmic Mind, but also a lot of like my most asked-for pieces. And they'll be sold direct to consumer. Basically, we, if it's a custom piece, we set up a FaceTime. Thank God for uh, modern technology. We set up a FaceTime. We, we, te we tell you how to do your measurements and um, send you a measurement sheet. You fill that out, and basically, it all starts from there. But there's tons of stuff that you could just buy from my site that just is, they're just all pre-sized. Um, so it's an interesting experience. And if it's a, for a performer, there's a whole process that goes into that. Like they reach out, we take our design, we take a design fee down payment, and then we immediately dive in with tons of sketches until we get it right and go, and take, go running from there until it's completed and, and uh, on the client. So, yeah. Wow. So soon there'll be more, um, like, more sizes in the in your you know available mm -hmm. on your website to, yes. to purchase okay. absolutely absolutely and people always i get a lot of work through instagram of all things like dming me on instagram will get you an immediate answer and quote and everything so if you love something we can make anything happen so yeah i mean like it's like the, 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 the joys and the perils of social media, you know? <laughs> <laughs> true. That's another true. podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, it, but speaking to the, the, you know, dressing for the celebrities like Madonna and the Nicki Minaj, name a few, what's your mm -hmm. favorite part of that process? Um... My favorite part is 
like for instance, we have to do Lizzo and just and Halsey. And my favorite part is is when we get the call or the or the DM. And it's, I love the surprise and like feeling like I manifested it because I usually feel like I manifest destiny, like who I want to dress, and I end up dressing them. <laughs> but that's my favorite part is when they call and then and then the, the creative process of like they always design for that performer. You know, so well, something I would do for Madonna, I wouldn't do for Lizzo. Something I would do for, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's basically designed around their aesthetic and not, and still infusing mine, but not pushing too hard because they're the person who has to perform on stage in front of millions of people. So. so you you kind of have to step back a little bit because, and let them, like, guide you? Yeah, it's not even stepping back. It's more just extruding what they want and then spitting something back out at them. And usually they love it the first time and we didn't have to re-sketch it. So it's, it's all about that. Like they pretty much just tell me a color or they give me like a little mood board and I just run, run with it from there. Yeah, so you have your creative juices flowing for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. You have and, to. Um, so you, I see that you design everything from a show-stopping speech look to bridal gowns. When you mm -hmm. have to make something simple, is it hard to mm -hmm. read in? Oh, not at all. I, I do really simple clothes as well as very complicated clothes. Like I have this one thing I do called an, an ionic chitin. And it's something taken from ancient Greece, and it's like you'd wear it like 20 different ways, but it's just, a, it's just two rectangles of fabric that have an interesting sculpted hemline. You know, if my, a bride comes to me, and she's a more simple dresser, I just take in that essence, and I can do something really beautiful, streamlined, diaphanous, what have you. They want just something very slick and close to the body, and corsetry doesn't always have to be involved. And it's all about making the client as happy as they can be. And it's always such an honor to be a part of somebody's bridal uh, wedding day. And so they'll remember for the rest of their lives. So it's, it's a true honor whenever I do it. I, yeah. And, and um, what, what were you saying you called it? What did you call that triangle piece? Um, it's, a, it's an ionic chitin. It's something taken from ancient Greece, and it's basically a simple draped garment. It's like a big square. And you can either belt it with fabric, the, the fabric sash that I supply with it, or you put a cincher belt over it, or you can just wear it flowing. And it's sheer, and it's just like, it's a great piece. And I do all kinds of like simple chemise dresses and just, just basics, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Sounds, sounds really pretty. And, and I think in general, what's nice to hear you describe is that um, even if you're using something like the corset, you're using it in a different mm -hmm. way. So it's, it's mm -hmm. not, and you're, it's, you're trying to empower women. It's not like about, you know, let's, you know, it's, it's using something that's so, in your mind, you would associate it right away with like, you know, backwards thinking, but yeah, you're turning it around, you're flipping yeah. it. So. Of course, job. yeah. That's really cool. No, you feel and like a million bucks when you cinch your waist or accentuate it. And a lot of my pieces are like accessory cinchers that are just simple to put on. They're leather or, yeah. or, or, or vegan leather. else to do. 
Yeah. Are there any the fabrics you like belt. to work with in particular? Um, I love silk. I love wool. I love this. I so hard. Such a hard question. I love mesh. Mesh is a fabric I really love to work with. Um, I love diaphanous fabrics like chiffon and georgette, which is like um, is like semi see through. I love transparent fabrics and like putting like a slip under it. You know what I mean? I don't want to be vulgar, but I love like transparent fabrics and I love fabrics that have structure, like like different wools and and, uh, and like brocade silks and stuff like that. I love leather and I love using vegan leather as well, which is basically pleather, high end pleather. So, yeah. yeah. I, any animal that you eat, I will use. You know, it's like, it's, we'll just go to waste because people are going to eat it anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's well, my rule. Eating, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, so, are you, you currently working on a new collection? Yes, actually. Um, I was sketching all last weekend and, and there's a few more pieces I'm going to add to this photo shoot that I have coming up from Cosmic Mind and whatever. But my latest collection is, is basically a, the catalyst of like nature and just like taking inspiration from the elements, you know, fire, air, water, um, you know, taking inspiration from the elements and taking inspiration from nature because I've always wanted to do a collection centered around that and I, it's like the essence of nature but in a twisted fabulous way not taking yourself too seriously again yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't want to be i never want to be literal but i want to give you a hint of like where i'm going with it so i've done cosmic and now i'm into doing something inspired by nature for sure it's going to be more specific though i'm just letting the sketching the, the sketch pencil go and just seeing what's coming out <laughs> for now. Yeah. And, you know, is, does this ever happen to you where kind of like the writer's block, like, does that ever cross your mind? Like, oh, well, it crosses my mind. It's like, oh, my goodness, how does someone have so much creativity in them? Like, does that, you know, but I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever feel blocked because I'll just keep drawing things, even if it has nothing to do with what I'm trying to come up with is to just keep going and keep putting ideas on paper and then eventually it's going to click and so that's how I avoid having that kind of block because I get it it, it can happen it, if you're really tired it's always a possibility like you're so exhausted like just after a collection to think of the next one is just like okay I want to do now what? Yeah, exactly. I was being interviewed that day on the red carpet of, after my collection, and they were asking me, what's your next collection? And this, I was just like, uh, Twisted Nature or something. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> grasping at straws. But it marinated, and it sunk in, and I was like, yeah, I do want to do that. So, yeah. So should be interesting. In the, my, my, um, my fate, well, I'm really more in the modest fashion space. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. becoming more relevant. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. From a, from a design standpoint, do you think there's a way to show appreciation for a woman's body while keeping it covered? Oh, yes, 100%. Because I love doing, like, a beautiful second skin, but, like, like a 
It could be a high neck, just like simple jersey gown. There's so many ways, like a, like a high neck, long sleeve, even with gloves. I love to do gloves. Um, there's so many ways to incorporate that with a beautiful hood. There's just so many beautiful ways to enhance the body, but there's not a drop of skin showing. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of that, actually, in, in my work. So definitely I have rules when I'm designing something. If you're showing the bust, you don't show the legs. If you're showing the legs, you don't show the bust. It's, but I also could just do a full modesty look. I have a great velvet gown that I, it's a brand new piece that I'm working on. It's a high neck and long sleeve, but still just as sexy as can be. And, and very, very modest, but beautiful. Well fit. <laughs> it's all in the wow, fit. that sounds really nice. <laughs> And, and pull, it's on the fit and pulling it off. You know what I mean? And owning it. It doesn't matter how covered up you are. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you mm -hmm. know, um, there's some nice fabrics that have, like, you know, there's, you know, really cool structure to it. Or you could always do, like, mm -hmm. an coat or an amazing mm -hmm. belt or, you know, like, something yeah. like that. Which I yes. actually, I'm always looking for more more structure do you uh -huh. know how how do you think these types of um pieces could be mainstream more mainstream like you know it, it's even though you can you can find modest clothes now and it's mm -hmm. like now it's like in style um mm -hmm. it's still hard to find like the quality pieces you know i don't know if you have any that's just some food for thought <laughs> No, no, I do. Actually, that's why I just, that's why I wanted to design this dress that I'm going to be shooting. It'll be up on the website real soon. I just, I love the idea of like covering the entire body and, and just still in, enhancing it. And it's a manufacturable dress and it could be available to the masses and there's, there's, there's going to be a few of them. And I just feel like it's just, with today's technology, you could just, direct to consumer, shop it on a website, we tell you how to measure yourself and it could be like in your closet right afterwards, you know? So yeah, I really I really do love that and I, I really that's what my mission is right now is just to not take over the world, but you know, get go global. And that's part of the reason why I did Project Runway was for all of the publicity it brought. So <laughs> Yeah. That's interesting. Is it Good springboard, not complaining. <laughs> I know, I know. And and I, so I guess the nature dress, it won't be like, you know, because I, I remember those, those episodes where, um, oh my gosh, what's it called, where they make you use, like, leaves? Oh, yeah. Yes, the I, camping challenge. Ugh. Yeah? <laughs> no, oh definitely not. Definitely not. not no, it'll be, it'll be in the... No, not that literal. Like in the texture of the fabric, in the tone. You know, I love doing yeah. outerwear as well. It's one of my favorite things because it's like the, the, it's the outer coating somebody puts on like every day or once a week. It's like I love that cocooning of doing outerwear and raincoats and stuff like that too. So it'll be like inspired by like what nature does to us and what what nature, you know, how it enlightens us as well so yeah I'm looking forward to it awesome. I, I, I wear a lot of color and print 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. I look at black and the neutral palettes, and I think, you know, it's, it's too boring for me. What do you prefer? I love color, and I love prints, but, but I only like the pr- reason why I don't use that many prints it's unless I really love it and it's a timeless print because I'm into like showing the structural lines of like what I'm making and I feel like it gets lost when you do it in a print. Um, every collection I do, there's a, it starts out dark, gets bright, it gets really bright and colorful in the middle and ends in like a bright, like white or celestial or bridally feeling. I like to explore that whole the whole road of color every every collection that I do. So, and prints a lot of times they're a little bit too dateable for me. So they had to be a classic print like leopard, or you know leopard or stripes yeah. or just a geometric thing is something that will never go out of style. You know, leopard never goes out of style. Yeah, that so, you know I. And, that that makes a lot of sense, actually. I never really thought about it that way, and it makes a lot of sense. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're like, that's why I do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, this is a big question, I know. Um, what mm-hmm. would you like to see change in the fashion industry? Um... You know, what I'd like to see change in the fashion industry is the fact that it's conti- continuing in the, in the direction that it's all-inclusive, you know, it's, it's not a club, it's like something that people can enhance people's day, and just like, it's, it's just going to be it's changing so much the fashion industry. You know, we have drag queens on television. We have all these amazingly costumed films as well as television series and, and um, streamable things that are just like so inspiring. So generation coming up, including the current generation and, and generations that have been around, are all taking this in and it's time to shake the world up and just express yourself, who you are inside, on the outside, through your, your fashion, your self-expression. So I feel like it's going to become a much more heavier deal for a lot more people because they'll find the freedom of who they are through whatever. So you feel like you just want the, it to be more, um, more inclusive, a place where everyone can express themselves. Yes, definitely more inclusive. Definitely a customizable fashion where you can you can make it for what you feel like looks beautiful on you and um, it's like it's just like also not following the rules of that anymore because there's so much fabulous things happening in the world and the future is now so why not dress like it you know so and and what about your professional goals for your future as a designer mm-hmm my professional goals for my future is to continue my atelier here in the Garment District of New York City, um, continue to do custom pieces for people, but as well as having uh, lines where we sell it online, direct to consumer. We have it in stores, but I feel like we're moving away from like being in a store. Like I know people want to touch and feel, but the I don't know. I feel like direct to consumer is just better and I feel like I would just want to just take this globally and 
I also want to design for other brands as well. Like, you know, Sketches was one of my sponsors for my collection, and um, I might be doing some designs with them. Just, it's about just like just spreading, spreading my, my web wide, and, but having like my eye on the prize. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Well, we, I am definitely looking forward in seeing the trajectory that you take. And um, I'm a, I'm thank a you. fan. So thank you so much awesome. for taking time thank out of your busy day in life. And, uh, oh, no, of course. This was really fun. Okay, you got great. it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much, Michal. Have a great day. Once again, thank you so much, Garrow Sparrow, for joining us tonight. And I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the Fashion Detour. Have a great week. And for those celebrating, um, have an amazing Shemini Atzeris and Simchas Torah holiday. <laughs>